This is the Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Welcome to the Game of Life Mentoring Podcast. I'm your host, Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, and I'm in studio with this Olympic edition with Miami's own two-time Olympic gold medalist, Ashley Johnson. Ashley, thank you for being here, and welcome back to Miami. Thanks for having me, and I'm so excited to be here in Miami. So speaking of Miami, just talk about just where you grew up and your journey here in uh, in the 305. So I grew up in the Redlands, um, close to, I was just thinking about Nosberry Farm, so I'm really close to <laughs> those cinnamon rolls. I right now. Oh, you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh. so good. Yes. I went to high school at Ransom Everglades, and this week my team has just been playing and competing there, so it's been really awesome to be back, to be welcomed to feel like I'm showing them my home for once. Um, most of my team is from California, so this is a change of pace, and it's definitely a welcome one. And we're here at Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and so excited to just be introduced to some littles and meet some bigs and have fun. Now, we just left a room full of littles that were, and some of them are on the water polo teams. How'd that feel just talking to the kids and seeing their level of excitement? And some of them were starstruck seeing Olympians. That was really, really cool. I mean, the excitement, it just re-inspires you, re-engages you in like how cool it is that we get to do a sport at this level and get to compete every day. And literally my job is to get in the water and have fun. And we get to be excellent at that. So that's really cool. I get a lot of inspiration from those kids. And then just speaking two of very similar languages, mentorship and water polo (laughs) like sharing that with some of those kids and just sport in general is priceless like when you speak those two languages you understand the power of mentorship and being in sport it's just really cool you can have a really cool conversation I love that Ashley because we as we think about teamwork yes I mean you're in the water you're not in the water alone how many are on a water polo team in the water at the time there's seven on each team in the water at a time and everybody's got a role to play, right? Exactly. Uh, and so having said that, in a mentor, in a mentoring relationship, you know, you hear that it takes two to tango, but it's not the adult, the big, fixing the little. It's not the adult, the big, saving the little. Mm-hmm. It's literally about their teammates. Yes. They're in it together. And so I love that alignment as you participate on the U.S. Women's National Water Polo Team representing our country to have that alignment and, hear the, and for the littles to hear you all say, that what you all are doing, you're part of a team as well. That's so special. Yeah, it really is. And as I get older, I realize just how big our team is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just the people you're in the water with at a time. It's anyone who you've been in the water with at any time, anyone who's guided you along on your journey, anyone who will be in your future journey. Like all of those people are teammates and they've all helped you. You help them. It's an exchange like bigs and littles. Yes, but Littles can teach bigs. Bigs can teach littles. It's a back and forth. And like you said, we're all part of the team. I love that. Speaking of team, as we think about South Florida, 
with so many beautiful people. Such a we live in paradise. Yeah. You got so much water, but yet there are kids who are kind of left out. And when I say left out, socioeconomic challenges, socioeconomic challenges sometimes prevent kids and maybe even family fear. We've had littles tell us that, yeah, I live, I could walk to the beach and be there in a few minutes, but I've never gotten in the water. Yeah. And sometimes even with just exposure and inclusion, mm-hmm. how important is that? Because oftentimes I've heard it. Yeah. People have made the statement like, okay, well, black people don't swim. Yeah. Well. Talk to us about that. You are at the highest mm-hmm. level, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Just, I wanted, We want to address the, the fallacies and the myths. Yeah. We also want to address the opportunity we have as human beings to expose all our kids to the water. Yeah, well, I'm living proof of the fact that black people do swim, along with so many people who have come before me, so many people who are currently in the Olympic and just swimming at the college level space um, and in aquatics in general. But I think that that myth persists because first of all fear is so real and it's so powerful and also words and language have so much power we don't realize that when we say and propagate those myths and stereotypes that they carry forward like if you hear when you're young black people don't swim and you don't understand it you might say it again because it sounds like an absolute truth And it sounds like it might be true, but it's not, you know, it's, it's something that people say it's a stereotype for a reason. It has that label for a reason, but that story is just as easily retold. Black people do swim. Like we belong here. We belong in this space and growing up in a space where the narrative for people who look like me was that we don't swim was challenging. It was like, I, as an athlete, sort of distanced myself from that narrative because I was like, okay, black people don't swim, but I'm here. So what does that mean for me about identifying as a black person in the water? Like, am I not here? (laughs) So as I went through my career, I had to understand the history of exclusion of black people in aquatics because I even came into this team and people were like, oh, Like, how did you find this sport? Like, what are you doing here? And yes, I have my own story for how I got into this sport and how I found swimming, how I found water polo. But it has nothing to do with the fact that or the stereotype that black people don't swim. It had everything to do with I grew up in a house that had a pool. My mom was scared of us drowning. So she took action and got us swim lessons. Right. So just understanding that everyone's path is different, but you can't group of a uh, group of people under a stereotype and then it become true. But our language is so powerful. This is how we understand the world. This is how we understand each other. So we need to start telling a new story. There's opportunity here. There is, there are black people here. Like we belong here. We're here in the game of life mentoring podcast here at big brothers, big sister Miami with two time Olympic gold medalist, Ashley Johnson, three Oh fives own Ashley Johnson. Uh, and I just love what you said, just that for no one to ever feel like I'm not I'm here, but yet I'm invisible to you. Yes. How did you find this sport? Uh, <laughs> a loving mother. Yes. Like many of our littles that come to us, it's mostly single female headed households. Mm-hmm. And having said that, a loving mother who was afraid, who was looking out for her kids. Yes. And now look at your journey. So let's walk us through your water polo journey. When was the first time you not only got in the water, but when you, when you talk about just being introduced to this particular sport? 
The first time, I don't remember the first time I got in the water.、Mm-hmm. I remember loving the water、mm. my whole time growing up, but before that, I didn't know how to swim. But having a pool in my backyard meant that. Like, water safety was the most important thing. It wasn't like going and swimming laps. It wasn't like being proficient in swimming. It was just basic water safety. So, once we got past basic water safety, me and my siblings, I have four brothers and sisters. So, we all loved, we all competed, we all spent all of our time in the pool. I mean, Miami is like one of the hottest places. So, <laughs> the pool was our home and became our home as soon as we were water safe. So, when you transitioned from Ransom Everglades and graduated from Ransom Everglades、um, and then went off to college, you competed in,、yes. in water polo. So, tell us about that experience, post secondary experience. Yeah. So, I went to <clears throat> Princeton University, which is in New Jersey, and I played water polo there. I chose Princeton, actually. I was between a few schools in my final decisions for college, but I chose Princeton because I also wanted to prioritize academics. I wanted Academics to be as important to me, if not more important to me, than water polo. And that hasn't been the story of my life past college, but in college, I really appreciated having the balance and, yes, prioritizing water polo at times, prioritizing academics at times, but being able to be a student and an athlete, not just an athlete who's also a student. And back to just stereotypes. I mean, you know, athletes and yet compromising academics for the sake of a sport. Yes. And it's bigger than a sport. And you've proven that as well. And so when you prioritize that, you know, academics as well as not compromising your craft, your sport, what's your message to aspiring athletes on how to deal with folks who may say, oh, that's, that's one of the basketball players or just what, regardless of sport? How do these student, how do student athletes, what encouragement or coaching do you have for them today? I would say, like, I always tell athletes whether they have these big lofty goals or they just want to be a part of the team and have fun to remember that you're more than an athlete. And I think that if you have that peace, if you have that understanding, then I mean, you're prepared for anything, whether that's people who tell you that your voice isn't valuable because you need to just like pick up a ball, you know, like you just need to play your sport or. That's you get the opportunity to speak on something that's important to you that has almost nothing to do with the sport that you play. Remember that you're more than just what you do. Remember that you have dedicated time and energy to your craft, but you're also a whole person. And I think that a lot of athletes, especially when they step into the limelight of being an athlete, can forget that. And fans kind of minimize that. You have a voice, you have a platform, you can use it however you want. And Ashley, as you think about your journey from Miami, you've lived in Italy and Greece. Yes. What was that international experience <laughs> like? And, and keep in mind, I want our littles to understand that, as you well know, we want them to achieve their full potential. Yes. And so seeing the world,、uh, what, did, what was that ex- international experience like? So seeing the world was really, really cool. And before I went, it was really, really intimidating.、Mm. Um, yeah, I just, leaving home is a hard thing to do. Leaving what you know is a really hard thing to do, but it's also a really exciting opportunity. And I talk about opportunities a lot because I think that being a part of a sport and being a part of water polo specifically unlocked so many opportunities that I couldn't even dream of, like living in Italy, living in Greece. 
I got to eat food that I never would have tried in my lifetime. I got to learn new languages. I got to experience different people. But the biggest takeaway I think I got from all of those experiences was that we're all the same. Mm. Like, we all want to belong. We all, like, love our homes, love our families, like, love our friends. And, um, yeah, we all have, like, our little nuances and culture. And But going abroad, living abroad, living in a different country has just, like, added to my perspective and, like, I take the good that I learn about and I add it to what I love about home as well. And it just expands your world in a way. Like you can know about Greece, you can know about Italy and not everyone will get the opportunity to travel. But just getting outside of what you know and being a little bit uncomfortable so that you can grow. That's a powerful life lesson. And speaking of life lessons, success, managing success. Ashley, all you do is win. (laughs) three and keep me honest on this three consecutive florida state championships is that correct yes i won five oh uh, excuse me (laughs) keep me honest go ahead talk about you know just winning and that sustained success that you continue to manage and do it with such grace and humility and eloquence so talk about uh, for these littles out here it's like don't you know hey you can win so talk to us about your championships at every level Yeah, I think that when I was younger, um, winning was like a really cool goal. You know, it was like really fun. It was definitely like the driver for playing sometimes. Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten older, looking back on what it means to win, like winning is so cool in the moment. But when you look at your entire journey, you understand that like losses are wins. Mm. Like, it's it's a weird thing to say, but, like, the biggest goal for me at this point is growth. And I know that I have so much growing to do. No matter how much success I have, whether that's in water polo or in life, however I define success, growth is always my goal. So, like, as much as, like, everyone asks me, like, how much does a gold medal mean to me? And the gold medal is a cool representation of the journey that I've been on. Mm. But what really means something to me is the moments that I get to spend with my teammates, the times that I've like PR'd in the weight room, the times that I've PR'd on a swim set or set a personal record, like achieve something that I didn't think I could do and was able to push myself. And I failed like 20 times before I got to where I wanted to go or made a really cool block against someone who scores on me every single time. Like there's so many little losses that go into every win and those little losses are so valuable. If I could win without doing any of the work, I wouldn't want it. Mm. Like, it wouldn't mean anything to me at this point. So you appreciate the journey. I appreciate the journey so much. I think it's the most important part and the most valuable part of, I know my from my personal experience, the Olympic journey. But, like, as I look back at my high school accomplishments and my college accomplishments, like, what I remember isn't winning a game it's like the times in the weight room it's the times in the dining hall that we stayed really long or like the drives home where me and my siblings were just like joking in the car or listening to music together like there's so many little parts of the journey that of course get you to the wins and the wins are a good like marker for a time that's going to change but it's definitely the journey for me 
and this journey is not it's not lost on me. Mm. Sitting here at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Miami in studio, two-time Olympic champion, uh, multiple successes at every level. I see how you just like yeah, I just won a lot, but I appreciate the journey. I see what you did to me there. I love that, and that's perspective. But here in studio at Ashley Johnson, Miami's own Ashley Johnson, two-time Olympic gold medalist on USA Women's National Water Polo Team, you are the first. You are the first black woman on the USA Women's National Water Polo Team. That journey probably wasn't easy. Speaking about appreciating a journey, as you look back on that and just how you feel. We talked about myths, stereotypes, and all of that. But as we, before we close out, just talk to that little girl, that little boy, that little who's thinking, they said I don't belong. They said, what are you doing here? And that could be on so many different levels. Talk to us about that journey and coach them up. Coach them up, Ashley. <laughs> um, first of all, you belong. You belong here. You are exactly who you are, who you need to be, and where you need to be. And speaking from my personal experience, I think that it's really easy for someone else to tell you that what's different about you is a weakness. And it's really tough for you to view that difference as a strength. But the biggest guider in my career personally, like my mental journey, has been recognizing the things that make me different as my strength. When I was younger coming up in this sport, People were telling me what it meant to be black in this sport before I understood it. And they're like, it's so important that you're here. You need to be here. And I was like, yeah, I need to be here, but I just want to play. Like, I'm just me. And I didn't understand what it meant to be black in this context. I didn't know what it meant to be me in this context. And just taking the time to understand that and then taking on the responsibility, but the privilege of representation in that context. And I think that any young person who's different, identifies differently, sees themselves differently, other people see them as different, can take on that responsibility and that privilege and own it, own their difference, use it as their strength, move forward with confidence. Because I truly, deeply believe that that difference is going to be a strength. It just matters how you frame it for yourself, how you frame it for others, and people will follow suit. They'll recognize that strength in you. And like you say, everyone has something to add to the team. Everyone has a role. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a strength. And the best teammates recognize that strength and push it up, you know, hold it up on a pedestal. And, like, that's what move the t moves teams forward. That's what makes great teams. It's recognizing the strength of every individual individual and adding it to the whole no one person can do this by themselves and that's something that's really really important to realize and recognize and champion so as we go for that third gold medal ashley <laughs> 2016 olympic gold medalist 2020 olympic gold medalist talk to us about paris in 2024 you ready yeah i'm ready oh i'm ready I'm ready to get in the pool, put in some work, and just take those reps, take that journey with this team, get to the place that we want to be at, because we're not there yet. We're not there in a water polo sense. We're not there in a connectedness sense. 
but we will get there. I have a lot of hope. I have a lot of faith that we will get there. And we know what it takes. We know it's going to be hard. We know exactly how many hours we need to put in. And we're willing. And that readiness, that knowing, that willingness is everything, that awareness. What's your message to those out there in terms of getting them to jump in the pool yeah. and become a big? Talk to them. I would say that um, mentorship is everything. Recognize, thank, and continue to follow those people in your life that can point you in the right direction, put you on the right path, and be that person for someone, whether you're a teammate, whether you're a big sister, a big brother, whether you, if you have the power to influence and lead someone in a way that's positive, do it. Take that step. Don't be afraid. And if you're in a position to follow, do the same. Follow. Like, we all need someone. We all need a team. We all have a team. And if you don't, look for it. Seek it. Ask for help. There are people out there who want to help and guide you. And it's one of the most powerful things in the world. Well, Ashley, we are so proud of you. Miami's own Ashley Johnson, two-time Olympic gold medalist on a USA Women's National Water Polo team. Let's go for the gold again, sister. Keep <laughs> representing the 305. Keep being such a powerful black woman doing your thing because we see you and you just keep appreciating the journey and success will continue to follow. Because in the game of life, sister, everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Thank you, Ashley. Thanks, Gail. And we're doing just fine. Let's go. This is Gail Nelson, president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life. Let's go. Let's go.